This is a Wild Conversation. Hi, my name is Callum. I'm a zookeeper here at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. And I'm Ashley Wysak, also a zookeeper here at the Greater Vancouver Zoo. And today on a Wild Conversation, we're going to be talking about tails. tails. <laughs> Cut me off. That's fair you enough. You owe me a soda. <laughs> Wow, you watched Kim Possible when you were a kid, didn't you? <laughs> no, maybe. Um, so we're going to be talking about why animals have tails and, and what kind of functions they have. Yes. Um, but before we get into that, I've got to ask you, Ashley. Oh, uh-oh. If you could have any animal tail. Any tail. What would it be and why? Oh, oh no. I'm sure everyone's thought about this at least once in their life. Yeah, maybe like us animal obsessed people. <laughs> Definitely. You know, I recently found out like my li- my one brother, he's more into like space and stuff, doesn't have a favorite animal, hmm. which is insane to me. I can't even imagine. But he has a favorite constellation, which I don't have. So you know what? Don't judge people, Cal. No judgment here. <laughs> um, I, okay. <sighs> Do you want me to give mine first? No. Okay. Because <laughs> if it turns out that I actually have yours, it would be really funny. Oh, okay. Go for it. But I <laughs> okay, wait. I have two. I have two. I have two. You can only use one. No. Can I tell... Uh, okay. I think maybe a gibbon's tail. A gibbon's tail? Yeah. Don't they have, like, really tiny tails? Or maybe not the gibbon. Which one is the one with the prehensile... The really long prehensile tail? I think I'm... Oh, I think I'm... That's getting, not a I'm, gibbon. No, I'm getting, it, a I'm getting gibbon. it mixed up. I'm getting it mixed up. Sorry. This is off the top of my head, okay? Basically, a monkey tail that I could use to help me climb. So you want a new world monkey tail? Yes. Like the spider monkey? Yes. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Getting all mixed up. You put me on the spot, okay? <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Like I like climbing, and it would make my life even easier. Yeah, I've yeah. seen all the pictures of you setting up enrichment <laughs> for the bears and the cats. I really like climbing trees. Oh, you're up those trees, getting them ready, but the animals have a great time with them. Yeah, so that's it's, pretty it's awesome. And my other one would be a snow leopard tail. Snow leopard tail, why? Because I'm always cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're just so big and fluffy, and they're like basically the size of their entire body, and I could just... I thought those were like more for balance than thermal regulation, yeah. or is it thermal yeah, but regulation? But for me, it would be soft and fluffy. I'm thinking about my benefits, not theirs. Oh, okay, that's fair. No, yes. All right, so here's mine, right? Okay, okay. Ready okay. for this? Okay, maybe. Fat-tailed lemur, okay? And, and I've got this planned out, right? So the fat-tailed lemur is the only primate that hibernates. Okay. It completely destroys our idea that hibernation happens during winter for animals that experience winters. This animal hibernates to avoid the dry season for up to seven months. Oh my god. But what's really cool is it stores its fat in its tail, right? So the reason I want a fat tail lemur's tail is one, I think uh, it'd be great for balance. But also, when I'm eating my donuts, I can store my fat in my tail and I'll have that great summer bod, right? <laughs> And then I can uh, hibernate away the winter, you know, oh maybe God. start an Instagram career because I'm looking good because all my fat's stored <laughs> in the tail. It would be epic. And, I, you know, just buy myself a storage unit, right? I can save money on rent. I'll just hibernate somewhere for seven months, paying for a storage unit, save money. I've planned this out for my adult life. You have thought so <laughs> far into this. I literally just like, I don't know, one that helps me climb and one that keeps me warm. <laughs> it's it's a really cool adaptation. This that is uh, that's nuts. I've never heard of that yeah. before. And they reckon that they store the fat in their tail, um, although it's speculation for this, is either so it can get into small spaces in trees, so its body doesn't get too fat that it can't fit into small spaces, as opposed to storing the fat in the tail, 
or um, it's because just like human beings, when we get overweight, the fat generally accumulates around our organs, which is bad for us. So by storing the fat in the tail, it prevents the fat from building up around the organs, which actually might benefit the species which is survival. Like, yeah, very, very beneficial. And, you know, when it's awake, it can totally gorge itself on fruit, which I am totally for. <laughs> so um, other adaptations for tails. Um, one really big one is locomotion. Oh, just by the way, I did Google it. I was thinking the spider monkey is just, I don't work with monkeys, so I oh. get them mixed up sometimes. I'm sorry. Totally get it. <sighs> they have those cool prehunt cell tails. We yeah. can talk about that because it's locomotion. I'm sorry, right? I'm just mad at myself now that I got that mixed up. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It happens. I, uh, I didn't know pygmy. I forgot about pygmy hippos. Oh that yeah, that's, one. that's true. That's very true. You totally corrected me. So yeah. Okay, what, uh, what are the other adaptations we're going to talk about? Well, Balance, one fun, I was talking up. about locomotion. Okay, locomotion. So, like, the prehensile tails, you can find mm -hmm. those in the New World monkeys, some types of anteaters. We already talked about this animal in the previous podcast, the couscous. Couscous. <laughs> yes, I'm sure, like, everyone has Googled the couscous now, or at least everyone who listens to us. Definitely. All, like, dozen people. <laughs> Uh, super cute, super cool animal too. Yeah, they're, they're adorable. Papua New Guinea is definitely somewhere I'd like to visit just after discovering how unique the wildlife is there. Yeah, oh, that's fair. Um, other f animals that use locomotion with their tails? Beavers. Do they use it for their locomotion? <laughs> well, swimming. But there's something really cool what they do with their tails. Yeah, tail. I know, the, you know? The, the, the pattern. Yeah, do you yeah. know what, like, like what that serves when they slap the water with their tail? Communication, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's super cool. So that's definitely something to get into. And I, you would know best because you have so many animals on your route that use their tails for communication. Like wolves. How does, um, when you're there and you're looking at animal's tail, what would you look for to, uh, what kind of tail positions or motions would tell you what the animal's thinking, feeling, or doing? Uh, a lot of time it has to do, like, at least with when I'm up at the wolves, you know, the position basically tells me who's in charge, who's feeling great. And if it's, if there's like a difference between, I don't know how to explain it, but there's like a difference between a wolf that's tucking its tail because it's subordinate and a wolf that's tucking its tail because it's uncomfortable. Mm. Right. So you're kind of looking for that difference to be like, okay, she's just submissing herself to Gigi, let's say. But if, they're tucking it in a certain way that I might want to call my vet team and say, hey, I think, she, I think she's uncomfortable or something like that. You know, there might be something going on, hmm. you know? So there's kind of almost a difference. And it doesn't just have to do with the tail, though. Like, you can't just look at a tail and know what's going on. You have to look at the situation, their body language, like everything about them, you know? If it's just her tail that's tucked, okay, it's just the tail. But if her whole body is almost, like, curling into that fetal position maybe there's something else going on right like maybe she's got an upset stomach right you know that's good to know like yeah. when you can read the cues of your animals behavior yeah. wise not necessarily there has to be a physical injury and that's one of the things too is that it's not just about what this one thing is doing you know it's not about how their one paw is reacting or their one or their tail or their ears it's the whole picture Hmm. which can sometimes be really hard. Like when you first start working with animals to be able to assess everything, you get really good at it though. You know, like one of the things that really blows people away a lot of times when I'm talking to them is I can instantly tell all nine of my wolves apart. 
You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I can just look at them and be like, that's Zyla. That's yeah. Tempest. That's Gigi. You know, like immediately. It is just, it's practice. I stare at them every day. You know, I get to know them. Yeah. It's not just like it, even yeah. their, their, um, their uh, markings and stuff. It's mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just the way they behave. Mm-hmm. You're like, yep. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. definitely so and so. Not only that, but some animals, the way they behave or the way they hold their tail might be almost like personality you know like if i notice someone else being weird and i know something's kind of off you know like Gigi is our alpha wolf she's in charge so if i see her holding her tail down i would immediately be like hmm that's that's a little odd because hers is always like borderline straight up she's very domineering right okay right? cool so i'm going to be paying attention to that too and it's cool that animals use it. I hear whales sometimes slap water to communicate mm. with each other uh, or send messages. Beavers is a warning. White-tailed yes. deer, they have their tails up in I the air. I love the white-tailed deer <laughs> tail. It's hilarious to me, especially, like, when they're running and they'll, like, wave it back and forth in that almost like they're actually waving at you with their tail. Yep. So funny and adorable. It's a good way to warn for predators to let mm-hmm. other deer in that area know that something's off. Yeah. Um, what about luring? Have you heard much about tails used to lure prey in? Whenever I hear about luring, I always just think of the anglerfish. True. I was just thinking that scene in Nemo. Yeah, exactly. I can't help it. <laughs> so there are actually some snakes that lure prey in by wiggling the end of their tail. And oh. it looks like a uh, lizard, uh, not like, like, like a worm that can lure a lizard in oh. or a bird. That's and... super smart. I've actually <laughs> never heard of that. Oh, man. I'm Okay. I'm about to share with you a certain animal. Oh my gosh. Now, uh, a little bit of um, viewer discretion is advised. I'm scared. Once I tell you the name of this animal, oh no. you are going to be curious. And this is to our listeners too. You are going to Google this animal. And when you not see now, it. Not now, I'm scared. <laughs> using its tail as a lure, you will not be able to unsee it. It will either fascinate you or it will horrify you. Okay. There's two options. All right. You ready for this? Spider-tailed horned viper. What the actual... (laughs) It basically is exactly... The name is exactly what it says. I can't even wait till after the podcast. I'm Googling that right now. It has a... Say it again. (laughs) Spider-tailed horned viper. What? It has a bulbous end to its tail that looks like the abdomen of a spider. And the scales a little bit further up the tail are long and come out that look like oh. an insect's legs. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> exactly. It looks like there's like a bug sitting on this snake, but it's his tail. Exactly. <laughs> what even? And it basically sits on the rock faces. It's found in parts of Iran, I think. Um, That's really cool and gross and awesome <laughs> and disgusting. Do you and... see? Did you see the uh, uh, gif of it wiggling its tail? No. Is it gif, gif, gif? I have no idea. It's wiggling its tail right next to its mouth. And it lures in birds that way um, and catches them with its its mouth and then envenomates them. But what a cool adaptation, right? That's really cool. It's the only snake that we know of yet that has that kind of uh, scale design to lure in prey. But it looks so much like a spider. It does. It's freaky and I hate it. And love it at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, why is nature so amazing? And um, 
locomotion. There is a certain group of animals that are pretty awesome that are typically found underwater. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's di- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still freaking out about the tail. That's disgusting. It's pretty epic. Like it actually right? looks like a spider. Yep. Oh exactly. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm paying, putting my phone down. I'm paying attention again. That's fair. You know, we have to have, you know, these put your phone down rules when we're talking because <laughs> it hurts my feelings. Actually. I'm sorry. You, know? so, you said it. I had to Google it. <laughs> That's fair. I, I did say you would Google it and you, you, you were met right. my expectations. <laughs> you were right. So a certain group of animals that you typically find underwater um, that are pretty awesome. You know okay. what I'm talking about? No. Fish. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought um, we were talking about like some kind of semi-aquatic mammal. I had hope. Sorry. Okay, fish. Yeah. So they, they use their tail for locomotion. Yes. Um, and what's really cool with fish is that you can kind of tell what kind of lifestyle they have based on their tails. Like a pike or a bass has that large like fan-like tail, which is meant for sudden bursts so they can catch prey. Hmm. A tuna or a shark has that kind of long, uh, what do you call it? semi-luna um yeah, crescent yeah. moon kind of shape yeah that allows them to travel long distances in open water okay and then you get some of those reef fish which basically do that kind of hover motion they've got those tiny tiny fins like a puffer fish oh yeah um so they can kind of drift around and hover um not meant for any kind of long distance movement but it means they can stay means they can stay in in place and just hover around the the reef slowly and getting the food that they need mm-hmm which is pretty cool. No, that is very cool. And crocodiles, they use their tail for locomotion, right? Yes. Have you ever w- worked with crocodilians before? I have. Oh, yeah? Yes. Uh, I worked with some caiman, and they're crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, they started to... They're actually quite intelligent, and they would start to like recognize the signs that I was coming to feed them, and their behavior would change. You know, like I could walk by 16 times a day and be like, whatever, I am rock. I sit, I swim, I sink, you know, I chill. And then I would bring out the ladder because I would feed them from the over top with feeding tongs. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, three seconds they'd be in the water. Like, oh, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're insane. They're really cool. Yeah, definitely. But they can, oh my gosh, our male used to like jump out of the water. With his tail? Yeah, he would, like, propel himself with his tail, and he'd come right up. It was terrifying. That's why we used to, like, we would get, like, the really, 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 really long tongs that feel, like, a lot, but it was very helpful. Nice. Yeah. So I have worked with those them before. Uh, Another thing's thermal regulation. I know red pandas. Red pandas, yeah. um, Probably the most awesome animal at the zoo, just saying. Um, They they wrap (laughs) themselves up. Um, uh, with their tail allows them to stay warm Um, what's another really good thing that oh sometimes they use it in mate attraction oh yeah so uh, for example have you heard what red pandas do no not red pandas sorry I'm changing like like peacocks like peacocks for display peacocks Um, or have you heard what the ring-tailed lima does stink fighting yes yes i have heard of that i don't know why my brain blanked for a second but yes they they also use their um their tail i believe they think they use it to kind of like keep track of each other when they're foraging by mm. holding it straight up in the air they can always kind of keep a tra- keep an eye on where everyone is in their troop but yes stink fighting i heard they use scent marks and they put it on their tail and they kind of waft with their tail towards the female okay. 
Doesn't doesn't this uh, smell amazing? <laughs> yeah. Can you try our free sample today? <laughs> I've also heard that they'll sometimes actually rub their tail in really smelly things they find. Oh, I believe and that. It can get pretty. It can get pretty stanky. I totally believe that. Yeah, which is hilarious. A, a lot of animals also use them as fly swatters. Yes. Like hoofstock. Most hoofstock. Yeah. Cows. I think giraffes as well. Mm-hmm. Like they just swish their tail from side to side to keep the flies off them yeah i've, I've even heard that in their uh, wildebeest are so good at it that um uh in certain areas where they would hunt wildebeest they use the tail as a fly swatter after they've you know <sighs> pretty crazy right no that is really crazy yeah that's super cool though definitely and then we've already talked about balance what else what else is it i feel there's so many different uses for tails we Definitely. don't, even, we don't Ooh, even think of... Distractions to get away. Ooh, yes. So you know geckos, right? So instead of having it like the, uh, the, the viper and his freaking spider... Sorry. Yeah, like geckos can actually release their tail. I think a significant amount of lizards can do that. Yeah. Like I think... Can't iguanas do that as well? I don't know about iguanas. Maybe. I've heard Maybe that. Maybe they can. Or, yeah. Bigger plated lizards and stuff like that. They'll actually release their tail. And the nuts thing... The crazy thing about that when they actually drop their tail is the tail will continue to like flail for a while because it distracts the predator so they can escape. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Well, this has been a uh, great conversation. If anyone has any questions regarding tails or something they'd like us to um, talk more about, please do not hesitate to email us uh, at podcast at gvzoo.com or DM us on our social media. I'm Callum Hughes. And I'm Ashley Isaac. And this has been... A wild conversation. conversation.